Hey guys, settle in with your gal and listen to the Manipod Show. Bobby HD, you're on. And we're back with the Keto Pause Show. <laughs> I am HD, and that's it. No Bobby again today, and I'm a little behind in my bi-weekly, again, every other week, bi-monthly, every other month, I think that's how it goes, so bi-weekly, keto update, and today, well, after I give you my status report, spoiler alert, it's not what I had hoped, but anyway, after I give that, we're going to slide into a little bit more about the side effects you can expect and certainly what has affected me. But first, the results, drumroll please, a very soft drumroll, maybe only one stick. Two more weeks and I've only lost one additional pound. Oh God, so let's see, we're up to 18 pounds in exactly two months. Now that if you blend that together as an aggregate, that's that's pretty awesome. And it's stabilized. It obviously hasn't gone up, so it's not like it was just all water weight. So i got to look at the bright side here, but I'm going to noodle on what I think are the reasons somewhere in this segment, but I, I do want to dedicate it to the side effects, which isn't necessarily just the last two-week thing. It's what to expect through the entire process. And I'll start off by refreshing in people's minds my last segment was really dedicated all to one amazing side effect which continues so i think i'll keep on bringing it up <laughs> pardon the pun as long as it stays up but i am a fucking stallion right now my my erections my cock i i've never felt more alive sexually I'm not going to get into who or what I've been able to prove that with, but it hasn't been like I'm swinging a big dick all over town. Just know that it is more than just holstered now in the sense of a loaded gun. And that's a very positive thing. I, I attribute a lot of it to the keto, the, the weight loss, the MCT oil. I'm waking up with a hard-on every morning, whereas in the past, I would it would lose, you know, when you get up and you get that morning wood, and then it goes away for whatever reason. Now it stays with me. It is, it just, it's a an, an amazing feeling that now that when I take an, an, a supplemental ED pill, sex is just off the charts. So then that just resonates and, and, you know, it gives you more confidence and it feeds into itself. But I did not expect that to be one of the benefits of this. And I think it's only going to get better as I keep losing weight and feel more confidence. So anyway, putting that one aside because we spent a whole segment on that. Let's get to some of the neggies, the not so good effects. None of which I think are at all worthy of not doing the diet. But I think you should be aware of them because in every case they've affected me. I don't want to go into ketosis per se. That is the cause of a lot of these side effects. And I want to, I don't want to get caught down in the ditch of science or scientific oh theory or not even theory, but I don't want to get 
into the science behind this. Just going to give you the off-the-cup layman's opinion of, of what side effects I've had. Let's start off with the title of this program, That My Shit Do Stink. <laughs> and you know what? It's weird. It's, it's not a foul shit smell. It, it's just odiferous. It is, it is just fragrant. I, and that one's an interesting one that uh, I'm not too concerned about it because it's not like, you know, you're saying do not go in there. It's not that kind of crap. It's, it seems like it's a very healthy shit. We're going to talk about constipation in a second, but, but it just does, it just has a significant stronger odor than, than the normal shits. And okay, constipation that goes along with, that is a definite thing. And I got to tell you, you need to do something about it because I, I'm a big proponent that your filtration and your expulsion system, if that's the right word, is so important to get everything moving through. I think constipation and things that get backed up are, are the source of a lot of our ills, literally. So you got to figure out ways to counter the fact that you're not getting as much fiber or fruit or the things that, the roughage maybe even, that, that, that gets things moving. And the things that you do eat tend to uh, bind you up a bit, you know, like the cheeses and the meats and all. So I do psyllium husks. I think I've told you this before. It's like 12 bucks at Trader Joe's. It'll last you about a month. Take a tablespoon or two a day in water. Drink it fast. Do not sip it. Do not let it sit around. It will coagulate and turn into like a pudding. And then it makes it even harder to get down because you're not having to eat it as opposed to swallow it. It's like drinking sawdust. It will. It could potentially choke you if you don't drink it the right way because it it, it is there is not one drop of moisture in it until you add the water, of course. So I always put maybe about a, oh, eight ounces of water, tablespoon, little heaping tablespoon in. I mix it up real fast so all those little sawdust granules, the psyllium husks, are all floating around in the water. And then I just open up my throat and let it go down all at once. I don't even let it touch my tongue. It's flavorless. It's not as if it's bad tasting and you're, you're just holding your nose. It's just a weird texture. And the fact that it soaks up all that water and turns into a gel quickly, you, you got to get it down quick. And then that's it. And you're done. And you uh, do it the next day and it, it just sits in there. It takes a few days, especially on this keto, for it to take place. I forgot mycelium somewhere. And I was out of it for three days, and boy, I really noted its difference. In fact, I'm not even back into it after taking it three more days. I probably will have a good movement tomorrow or the next day, but then we'll be back on track. And it is so important because of the, uh, the fact that constipation is a big side effect. Okay, what else? Uh, bad breath. That one's uh, along with dry mouth. So they're kind of related because I think it's, it's like when you have dry mouth, you're your breath tends to get a little bit skankier. This isn't a, a horrible one. I don't feel like my breath is... I've always had really clean breath. So just noticing that I have a breath smell, I can tell, is a side effect. I always have mints. I brush my teeth. So I know it just sounds silly to even tell you how to get uh, rid of bad breath. But 
think you got to watch what you cook with. I don't use a lot of garlic, but I when I cook, I do use garlic, but it's not like I, I'm using a lot of it or onions or anything that would be a, would, a typical source of bad breath. It's just the diet itself that you're having tends to lend itself to bad breath. So just got to be aware of it and counter it with all the normal things that you do. Drink lots of water over and over and over. That's such an important part of this diet is drinking water, water, water. That'll help compensate for the dry mouth. And uh, if you can throw a little lemon or lime or some sort of mint or something in that water to keep your breath fresh. I don't think it's the end of the world type of thing. Nobody's going to be like staying away from you, but it is a thing. Next up are some of the more keto flu side effects. And I'm happy to say on this one, it's not a negative. Once you get over the hump, and I've heard the stories, that never really affected me that much, but the headaches and the nausea and the, and the fatigue and, and all, all of that that they call the keto flu, I haven't had that since the very beginning when I first went into it. And that may mean that I need to get back into ketosis, which may be some of the reason why I didn't lose as much weight this last two, these last two weeks. So I think I've, I've silently cheated a bit. You know, I haven't gone anywhere, you know, like the breads and all the typical carbs, but I think I've taken the acceptable carbs carbs that I've seen in recipes and I've leaned into them a little bit more than I should. Case in point. So they actually encourage you to have dark chocolate. It's it's a healthy chocolate. It's it's one of those treats that they say is acceptable. Nuts are okay for the most part. Strawberries it's a fruit, so it's got carbs, but it's a good carb. It's a good fruit. So I'll do this strawberry nut chocolate, I don't know, not even granola, but I'll just kind of mix it together, and it's amazing. I mean, it's just like it's not, you're not sacrificing anything, but it becomes my dessert. It's my, my treat, my, my little decadent weakness, and I think I've probably had too much of that over the last couple of weeks. And, I, you know, when you get to that point where you go, hey, it's something that everyone says you can't have on keto, and then you just have too much of it. And I'm going to guess that it, it hasn't necessarily been that I've had too many carbs, but I just haven't gotten my body back into a severe ketosis stage where I need to drop another 20, and then another 20, and then another 20 on top of that. So I'm going to no longer... Uh, strawberries, I think, will be fine. Nuts are, are really some of the hidden carbs in that. The chocolate, I just got to do without. I mean, maybe if I have one square every other day or something, it's like, you know, three net carbs, four net carbs, big deal. But I uh, I think that's the reason why. And here's another big one. I haven't done any exercise. I'm going to start that in this week. And I, I lost 20 pounds not exercising, so not not a bad thing, but I think I've reached, my body has said, okay, I got, we got rid of the real superfluous pounds. Now we're going to make you work for it. So then when you put those two things together, you know, having a, a solid disciplined keto diet and exercise, go figure. I think the pounds will start coming back off again. Other side effects, they talk about having a lot more gas, you know, farting a lot. And I actually really haven't found that to be. And it's probably just the things that I've chosen to eat 
aren't necessarily the gaseous items. I know that meat tends to, you know, certain vegetables like broccoli and cabbage. And it's funny because I've been using cabbage as my sandwich bread, quote unquote. But farting has not been a big issue for me to the, uh, to the uh, play, pleasure of anybody around me. And so beyond that, you know, then you get into things that aren't really necessary side effects, but more of the craving deals. But I, I'm going to tell you again, this is, I've said this before. I'm saying it at the two-month mark. It is not that difficult a diet or program to get on. The biggest difficulty I would say, I mean, forget all those wonderful things like cookies and breads and pastries and pasta and potatoes and all those things you think cereal that you can't have. It's so weird. Milk, even. I, I These are all go-tos that I just don't have and I'm not really missing. The one thing that for, and I don't miss this next thing, but for those of you who are thinking about keto, alcohol is going to be an issue. Because anytime I have conversations and I'm like, oh, I can do that. I don't have to have bread. I don't have to have this. And I go, can you not drink forever? <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah, no, not going to happen. So I know there are low-carb beers out there, and I'm sure that wine isn't really, really high, but they all have sugar, you know, unless you're doing shots of vodka maybe, but not necessarily recommended. I don't drink. I'm not a big drinker. I, I do love a really, really good cold Maybach or a ale beer, but I haven't had one in two months. I haven't had a drop of alcohol in two months. So uh, I know that I'm already ahead of the game in that sacrifice because it really isn't one. But the biggest side effect of the challenge of actually Doing without and sacrificing isn't really a side effect, is I guess my point here. So if you can live with those few that I mentioned, I can't really think of any other big ones that are out there. Uh, it's uh, it's amazing. I, I am just so, so on it. I, I, I have not lost one bit of faith that this thing is going to work, even though I only lost the one pound. But we're going to get back on it. I'm going to get down to my 70 or 80 pound loss, and I'll have you all along the way. Hank, say if you got any questions or any comments or want any advice or encouragement, hd at themenopause.show. Bye.